Hey, it's Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, podcast peeps. <laughs> Today, I'm jacked up to talk to you about extraterrestrial thinking. All right, so let me take you back. I don't know, it's six, seven years ago. Uh, I'm doing, I guess it was a podcast, or maybe it was just a... Um, might have been for his YouTube channel or something with Joe Vitale. And I'm doing the rounds for my book, which was just being released at that time. My book, Risky is the New Safe. Um, how the rules have changed for all, everybody. Not just, you know, it was kind of written for entrepreneurs, but of course, everything I was talking about in the book was applied to every day and everybody in everyday life. So I'm doing the interview with Joe and he's talking about the media tour and what are the most frequently asked questions about the book and he had read the book and you know galley proof and he was just blown away because he had never heard anybody talk about stuff like that. Uh, you know n not even talk about stuff that way meaning he had never heard anybody just talk about stuff like uh, cloning and how cloning would work and what would happen at the Thanksgiving dinner table when you know if uh, Jones and Son hardware store realized well we don't have to hire any more employees we just have to clone more of uh, Julio you know who's our son we just need 11 Julios um, I'm talking about well how does that work at the Thanksgiving dinner table when there's 11 or 12 identical clones? And how does that work when they go for their driver's license? And how does that work at passport control? How, you know me, I'm always looking for, what's the practical application? And in particular, for entrepreneurs. So I'm going through this and I'm sharing the process with Joe and he's asking about these questions and I say, all these radio guys and all these TV ladies and all of these newspaper columnists and, and, and book reviewers, they're all asking me the wrong question. And if you ask the wrong question, the answer is irrelevant. Or the answer is even dangerous. So he says, so, so, so what do you mean? Like, you know, what's the, what's the wrong questions that everybody keeps asking you? I said, well, okay, so let me give you a couple examples. I'm talking about your ability that in your lifetime you're going to be able to buy a home on the floor of the ocean. And octopi will be swimming by and you'll have a beautiful coral garden outside your window. And everybody's, all these interviews are saying, do you really believe people are going to be able to buy a, a house on the floor of the ocean in our lifetime? And I'm saying, that's the wrong question. The better question, because there, there's always a better question, right? That's what we're really looking for. What's the better question? So the better question is, what will the price of oceanfront real estate, what will happen to the price of oceanfront real estate when there is ocean floor real estate? What will happen to the price of lakefront real estate when there's lake floor real estate, right? Another example that you know I'm talking about, you'll be able to take a vacation on the moon. 
and I mean probably 60% of the people listening to this podcast, you will be alive and have the opportunity to take a vacation on the moon. And they were all, do you really believe that? And I was just like, that's the wrong question. There's a whole lot of better questions. How does the lack of gravity affect muscle density? How does the lack of gravity affect erectile dysfunction? How does the lack of gravity uh, affect endurance and sports performance? How does the lack of gravity affect the thinking process in the human brain? And even, you know, a really intriguing one, I think, was who owns the moon? You know, does the United States own the moon? Because we went there and, you know, we left a buggy up there and we planted our flag up there. But, you know, as I'm writing this, the Chinese were just there. We don't know. Maybe they went over and knocked down our flag and put their flag. <laughs> right? So are they going to claim the moon? So the, the, the better question is, you know, how will we divide the moon? without all of the war and bloodshed and drama and trauma that it took for us to divide this particular planet. And then I was talking about cloning, right? The examples I gave you earlier in the, in the show. And then, you know, but to me, the, the, the best question to ask is, what is the defense against a clone army? Because do you really think um, that crazy crackpot in North Korea wouldn't buy an army of 400,000 clone soldiers if that was available? Wouldn't Putin do that? Wouldn't Donald Trump do that? Wouldn't China do that? Right? So I'm going through all this. Joe can't stand it anymore. And he starts shrieking. I mean, and I'm not being a copywriter here. I mean, he's shrieking. He's got... How do you think this way? How, how do you think of these questions? How can anybody on earth think like this? You're, you know, you're amazing. I can't figure it. So I, he's just shrieking. And, you know, nobody's really asked me that question like that, especially in that way, right? So I'm like, you know, Joe, if I really break it down and try to answer that question, the only answer I can come up with is the aliens left me in a basket on my mother's doorstep. And she opened the door one day and there was this alien life form in the basket, swaddled in a blanket. And she said, I'm gonna have to raise this being. <laughs> And she did. <laughs> and I must say, I have been accused way more than once of being an extraterrestrial life form or an alien or an immigrant to humanity. Um, and this all came about, and why I wanted to share with you is, I, you know, uh, if you listened to the last week's show, I just finished the tribal event that I do. That's my signature iconic event that I do once a year for people who are developing tribes and so we had it in Las Vegas this year and it's a four-day event 14 16 hours a day and we were at the very you know down to the final stretch it was like 
we're going to end Sunday at 5 p.m. And it's like 20 to 4, 20 to 5. And Greg Williams, who's there, one of the attendees, he says, I, I, I need to know how did you develop that thought process? And so if you're following my blog, you're going to see I, I blogged about it today. I'm going to probably blog about it for a few days, right? Because I'm, I want to explore this topic. And this is what I want you thinking about today and this week. And I hope you'll follow the blog and what we're doing here on the podcast because I think you'll, you'll get it in a couple different uh, mediums and it will percolate in different ways through your conscious and your subconscious mind. And so what I want to explore is how did I go from a professional victim, which is what I was for 30 years, the first 30 years of my life, how did I go from a professional victim to a victor? How did I go from this default setting of, well, that won't work. That's not how it's done. That won't work for somebody like you. This is impossible. Just as an automatic knee-jerk uh, reaction to any, uh, any intrinsically positive development, to possibility thinking. And uh, Greg was really fascinated with that and asked the question because I was sharing my early times as an entrepreneur. And when I lived on $7,000 a year and ate macaroni and cheese three times a day and just pushed every penny back into reinvesting in my business and growing my business and the struggles I had as an entrepreneur. I talked about my, my childhood and being in a jail cell at 15 years old for armed robbery and living by myself at 15 years old on the streets. And, um, and everything, even for, you know, if you guys have followed my blog, know I wrote last week or the week before about working as a sex worker, as a male prostitute when I was in my 20s. And that, you know, almost broke the internet, right? So people were like, so, and, and we ended up talking about that at the tribal event. And, and, and Greg was like, hey, listen, you know, he hadn't been through everything like I had, but of course he had experienced the challenges of an entrepreneur. He had experienced coming from a poor background and being able to create wealth and, and saying, but, but you have a different thought process for that. You and, and so that's what I'm defining as alien thinking, extraterrestrial thinking, out of this planet thinking. So what, you know, I think of my formative years and the kind of environment I was raised in. My mother, who I owe everything to. Remember, she's the one who adopted this alien baby on her doorstep, right? Um, and now she's like my best friend in life. But we went through such a difficult time when I was in my teen years because I didn't feel like I fit in on this planet. You know, we were raised in Madison, Wisconsin. And you, if you're in, in, in the Midwest like that in January and February, there will be uh, 50 inches of snow on the ground shopping center roofs 
will be collapsing from the weight of the, the snow. There will be days that it will be 60 below zero wind chill factor. That if you go out with any part of your body exposed, you, you, you'll be dead within minutes. And I'm watching on TV and there's a, you know, a Super Bowl in Miami, Florida and Don Shula and the Miami Dolphins are playing. And Shula is, and I'm really dating myself with this, right? But some of you will remember Don, right? Coach Shula, who I got the chance to meet later. We actually ended up sitting next to each other on an airplane ride. Uh, so I remember, which was such a, you know, perfect, you know, culmination for me in my life, because there I was at 12 or 13 or 14 years old, whenever it was, watching the Dolphins play on TV in, in the winter time. And Shula was wearing a polo shirt with short sleeves and sunglasses. And it was like 70 degrees. And I was like, why would anybody live in this place I'm living in January if they could live in a place like that? And that's why at 16 years old, uh, 16 and a half maybe, I had an old beat up Dodge satellite that uh, my mother had helped signed the papers for so I could buy. And I quit my job and lo loaded up everything that fit into the Dodge, sold, gave away everything else. It sold, I had nothing to sell. Gave away everything else. And I drove down to Miami, where I had no job, no house, no, no connections, didn't know a soul in the city. But I knew that was my future, that I was gonna live someplace warm in the winter time. So, that was such, in those formative, formative years, so my mother, again, who I love dearly, and my best friend, and I can say as much as I love her, that she raised me with what I will create as a new scientific classification for research papers around the universe. She raised me with worst case thermonuclear meltdown scenario syndrome <laughs> meaning you know in my house if you were you know walking across and you tripped on something on the floor my mother didn't say careful you'll fall my mother said careful or you'll fall down and break your neck you know when i was like 50 years old i might even have been 55 you know she sends me birthday gifts, right? And, and so I'm calling to thank her for the birthday presents. And one of the things is this candle that she sent. So, uh, you know, I call her, thank her for the birthday gifts. I'm about to get off the phone and she says, uh, whatever you do, don't burn down the house. <laughs> right? You know, it's not careful you might poke yourself. It's like careful you're gonna poke out an eye. Every possible outcome is this worst-case thermonuclear meltdown DEFCON 1 scenario situation. <laughs> and I say that with total love. And because my mother was just repeating the pattern that she learned from her grandmother, who was from my grandmother, her mother, who was repeating the pattern she got from her mother and her mother and her father and his father and her father and her mother all the way trace it back to the cave okay that's your homework for today 
I want you to, because I'm going to break up this topic. I'm going to wrap this up now, and I'm going to, because here's what I, I want you to think about. Okay, that process from victim to victor, from impossible to possibility thinking, how does a, 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 a complete and total transformation like that take place? And I know you might want a podcast where everybody just says, okay, here's the five secrets to the meaning of life. And just write these down and study them and then you're going to live healthy, happy. No, I don't do those kind of podcasts. I do this podcast for people who want to think, who want to become better critical thinkers, who want to challenge premises and unfold into the highest possible version of themselves. So I'm not going to go further, although I do have eight uh, elements that I isolated as I've really been studying this since Greg brought it up. And you, you'll see them if you follow along on the blog every day. I don't know how many a day I'll do. But so this is, let's see, this is Wednesday that you're listening to this, if you're listening on release day. On Friday, we always uh, do the release the audio track of an older Prosperity TV from my video, my, my YouTube channel. So that will be on Friday. There'll be a, a show Friday. And then I'm going to do part two of extraterrestrial thinking on the weekend. So Saturday or Sunday, I'm going to do another bonus episode of the podcast. And um, until then, I want you to really think about this. Really take the homework. How would you change your entire, the entire state of your mindset? How did I do that? How can you do that? How can you rewire the process of how you think? And the last thing before I go, personal favor to me, if you like listening to a podcast where somebody challenges you to think in new and different ways, would you please rate this on iTunes and would you share it in social media or just email, send an SMS to somebody you know who could, would love this level of challenge in their life and say, hey, you've got to listen to the Power Prosperity Podcast from this alien named Randy Gage. All right, go out and have an amazing day. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.